Hello everyone, welcome back once again at Critic Thinking, how the Plinio CEO spaces in Tesla is shaping our future vastly veins. Episode 11, part 2, the unified field theory of Elon Musk. He definitely wants to be the first man on Mars. Really say, I have backed him not to be. Perhaps Musk enjoyed teasing his wife or maybe he's playing card. But he denied these ambitions during one of our late night chats. I will not only be one first trip to the Mars if I was confident that SpaceX will be fine if I die. He said, I would like to go, but I don't have to go. The point is not about me visiting Mars, but about enabling a large number of people to go to the planet. Mugs may not even go into space. He does not plan to participate in SpaceX upcoming human test flights. I don't think that will be wise, he said. I will be like the head of Boeing being a test pilot for a new plane. It's not the right thing for SpaceX for or the future of space exploration. I might be on here if it's been flying for three or four years, honestly. If I never go to space, that will be okay. The point is to maximize the probable lifespan of humanity. It's difficult to gauge. Just how seriously the average person takes mugs when he talks like this. A few years ago, most people would have plumbed him into the category of human, of, uh, category of people who hype up the jetpacks and robots and whatever else Silicon Valley decides to fixate on the on for the moment. Then mugs filed away one accomplishment after another, transforming himself from a big talker or two on Silicon Valley's most revered doors. Thal has watched Muggs go through his this mansuration from the driving but insecure CEO of Spaceball to confident CEO who commands the respects of thousands. I think there are always ways has dramatically improved over time, said Thal. Ambitious people and lure them to his companies. He has most talented people in the aerospace industry working for him. And the same case can be made for Tesla, where if you are talented mechanical engineers who likes building cars, then you are going to Tesla because it's probably the only company in the US where you can do interesting new things both companies were designed with the, with this vision of motivating a critical mass of talented people to work on inspiring things thal thinks Musk's goal of getting humans to mars should be taken seriously and believes it grieves the public hope not everyone will definitely identify with the emissions but the fact that there is some out there pushing exploration and our technical abilities to their limits is important the goal of sending a man to Mars is so much more inspiring than what other people are trying to do in space, Thal said. It's, is this going back to the future idea? There's been this long wind down of the space program and people have abandoned the optimistic visions of the future that we had in the early 1970s. SpaceX shows there is a way toward bringing back the future. There's a great value in what Elon Musk is doing. The true believers came out in full force in August 2013 when Musk unveiled something called the Hyperloop 
built as a new mode of transportation, which machines was large-scale pneumatic tube like these ones used to send mail around offices. Marx proposed linking cities like Los Angeles and San Francisco via an elevated version of this kind of tube that will transport people and cars in ports. Similar idea had been proposed before, but Merck's creation had some unique elements. He called for this tube to run under low pressures and for the pots to float on a bed of your produce by six and their base. Each pot will be thrust forward by an electromagnetic pulse, and motors placed throughout the tube will give the pots added boost as needed. These mechanisms will keep the pods going at 800 meters per hour, allowing someone to travel from Los Angeles to San Francisco in, a, in about 30 minutes. The whole thing will be, of course, be solar powered and aimed at linking cities less than 1,000 miles apart. It makes sense for things like Los Angeles to San Francisco and New York to, uh, and New York to DC, New York to Boston, Marx said at the time. Over 1,000 miles, a tube car starts to become prohibited, and you don't want tubes every which way. You don't want to live in the tube land. Marx had been thinking about the hyperloop for a number of months, describing it to friends in private. The first time he talked about it to anyone outside of the inner circle was during one of our interviews. Marx told me that the idea originated out of his hotel for California's proposed high-speed rail system. The $60 billion bullet train they are proposing in California will be the slowest bullet train in the world at the highest cost per mile. Moxie, they are going for records in all the wrong ways. California high-speed rails is meant to allow people to go from Los Angeles to San Francisco in about, in about two and a half hours upon its computations in. What for, wait for it, in 2029, it takes about an hour to fly between the cities today and five hours to drive the place in the train right in the zone of mediocrity, which particularly ground at Marx. He insisted the hyperloop will cost about $6 billion and to $10 billion to go faster than a plane and let people drive their cars onto the port and drive out into a new city. At the same time, it seems that Marx had dished out the hyperloop proposal just to make the public and legislatures rethink the high-speed train. He did not actually intend to build the things. It was more that he wanted to show people that more creative uh, ideas were out there for things that might actually solve problems and push the state forward. With any, any luck, the high-speed rail will be cancelled. Mark said as much to me during the series of emails and phone calls leading up to the announcement down the road. I might found I might fund or advise on a hyperloop project, but right now I can't take my eye off the ball at either SpaceX or Tesla hero. SpaceX tune, however, started to change for after he released the paper detailing the hyperloop Bloomberg business war week and had the first story on it. And the banks web server began melting down as people stormed the website to read about the inventions.
Three to Ran Nuts as well. About an hour after Monk's release, they have information he had a conference call to talk about the Hyperloop, and somewhere in between our numerous earlier chats and at that moment, he decided to build a thing, telling reporters that he would consider making at least a prototype to prove that the technology will work. Some people had their fun with all of this. Billionaire unveils imaginary space train, tis the well living. We love Elon Musk, not store determination. There was certainly a time when electric cars and private space flights seemed silly too. But what's the sillier is treating this as anything other than a very rich man's wild imaginations. Unlike its early Tesla bashing days, Velvet was now the minority voice. People seems mainly to believe Musk could do it. The depth of which the depth of the depth of which people believed it. I think surprised Mux and forced him to commit to commit to the prototype. In a weird life imitating art moment, Mux really had became the closest things that world had to Tony Stark's and he could not let this adoring public down. Shortly after this release of the Hyperloop planes, Shivering Phaser Phaser and investors and a friend of Mux brought the detailed specification for technology with him during the 19th minute meeting with the President Obama at the White House. The President fell in love with the idea of his verse aid. The President staff studied the document and arranged one on one with Marx and Obama in April 2014. Since the Facebook, Kevin Borgen, and others have formed a company called Hyperloop Technologies, RNC, with the hopes of building the first lake of the Hyperloop between Los Angeles and Las Vegas. In the theory, people will be able to hope between the two cities in about 10 minutes. Nevada Senator Harry Reid has been briefed on the idea as well, and the efforts are underway to buy and land rights alongside. Interstate 15 that will make the high speed transfer possible for employees like Gurney, Shortwell, and J.B. Straubel working with Mark Smith means helping develop these sorts of wonderful technologies in relative obscurity. People, they, they are the steady hands that will forever be expected to stay in the shadows. Shortwell has been a consistent presence at SpaceX almost since day one. Pushing the economic forward and surpassing her ego to ensure that Musk gets all attention he desires. If you are Shawwell and truly believe in the cause of sending people to Mars, then the mission takes precedence over the personal desire. Strawwell likewise and has been the constant at Tesla, a go between the whom other employees could really on the carry message to Musk and the guy who knows everything about the cars despite his stature. At the company, Straubel was one of several long-time employees who confessed. They were nervous to speak with me on the record. Mutz likes to, to be the guy talking on his company's behalf and comes down hard on even his most loyal executive if they say something demand, something deemed to be out the line with Mutz's views or with what he wants the public to think. Strawman had dedicated himself to making electric cars and did not want some dumb reporter wrecking his life works. I try really hard to back away and put my ego aside, Strawman said. Elon is incredibly difficult to work for, but it's mostly because he's so passionate. He can 
he can be impatient and say, oh God damn it, this is what we have to do. And some people will get shell-shocked and tectonic. It seems like people can get afraid of him and paralyzed in, in a real way. And, uh, and I, uh, try, I try to help everyone to understand what his goals and visions are. And then I have a bunch of my own goals too and make sure we are in the same. Then I try and go back and make sure the company is aligned. Ultimately, Elon is the boss. He has driven this thing with his blood, sweat and tears. When, when, oh sorry, he has reached more than anyone else, I respect to the hell out of what he has done. Me too. It, it just could not work without Elon, true. In my view, he has earned the right to be the front person for these things, true. The rank and file employee tend to describe Moses more mixed ways. They, re they revere his drive and respect how demanding the demanding he can be. They also think he can be hurt to the point of mean and come off as capricious. The employee want to be close to the monks, but they are aware also fear that he will suddenly change his mind about something and that a very interaction, interaction with him is an opportunity to be fired. Elon's uh, Elon's worst trait by far, in my opinion, is a complete lack of loyalty for human connection, save for one former employee. Many of us worked tirelessly for him for years and were toast to the crop like a piece of litter without a second thought. Maybe it was calculated to keep the rest of the workforce uh, on their toes and scared. Maybe he was just able to detach from the human connection to a remarkable degree. What was clear is that people who worked for him were like animations used to specific purpose until exhausted and discarded. The communication department of SpaceX and Tesla have witnessed later forms of behavior more than any other group of employees. Marx has burned through the public relations staffers and comical efficiencies. He tends to take on a lot of the communications work himself, writing new releases and contacting the press as he sees fit. Quite often, Musk does not let his communication staff is on his agenda, ahead of the Hyperloop announcements. For example, his representatives were sending an emails to find out time and date for the press conferences. On other occasions, reporters have received an alert about the teleconferences with Musk just minutes before he started. This was not a function of the PR people being an incompetent is being quoted of the event out. The truth was that the monks had only let that let them know about these planes a couple of minutes in advance and they were scrambling to catch up his whims. When monks thus delegate work to the communication staff, they are expected to jump in without missing a bit and to execute a highest level. Some of this stuff operating under this mix of pressures and surprise only lasted between a few weeks and few months. A few others have hung uh, for a couple of years before burning out or being fired. Granddaddy, example of most seemingly callous inter-office style, according to 2014, 
when he fired Mary Pat Brown. To describe her as loyal, executive, and sustained, would be cross, adequate, grossly inadequate. Brown often felt like an extension of mugs than one being who crossed over into all of his worlds. For more than a decade, she gave up her life for mugs, trade piercings back and forth between Los Angeles and Silicon Valley every week while working late into the, into the night and on weekends. Brown ran to the mugs and asked, that she can be compensated uh, on par with the SpaceX top executive since she was handling so much of Mark's sh uh, shuttling across two companies, doing public relations work and all often making business decisions. Mark's replied that the Brown should take a couple of weeks off and he would take on her duties and gauge how hard they were. When the Brown returned, the Mark's let her know that he doesn't need, he does not need her anymore, and he asked Sotwell's assistant to bring Chandler in his meetings. Brown, still loyal and hurt, did not want to discuss any of this with me. Mark said that uh, she had become too comfortable speaking on his behalf, and then, frankly, she didn't need, needed a life. Others people grumbled that Brown and really crashed, and that this was the root cause of Brown's ouster. Although, rather, there is any truth. In this, I don't know. Point to be noted. As Mark's recall, I told her, look, I think you are very valuable. Maybe that compensation is right. You need to take two weeks vacation and I'm going to assess whether that's true or, or, or not. Before this came up, I had offered her multiple all expenses paid vacation. I really wanted her to take a vacation. When she got back, my conclusion was just that. The relationship was not going to work anymore. Twelve years is a good run for any job. She will do a great job for someone. According, according to Mux, he offered Brown another position at the company. She declined the offer by never showing up at the office again. Mux gave her twelve months. severances and has not spoken at her since. Brown declined. Uh, going back once again, Brown declined to be interviewed for this book despite several requests. Whatever the case, the optics of the situations were terrible. Stony Stark does not fire pepper pots. He adores her and takes care of her for life. She is the only one. She is the only person he can really trust. The one who who has been there through everything that Mox was willing to let Brown go and in such an unscrimonious fashion struck people inside SpaceX and Tesla, scandalous and at the ultimate confirmation of his cruel stoxism, the tale of Brown's departure become a part, become part of the lorry around Mox's lack of empathy. I got bundled up into the stories of Mox dressing employers down in a legendary fashion with vexious brap. Uh, after vexious brap, People also link this type of behavior to Mark's others' quickery traits. He's been known to obsess over the, type, the typos in emails uh, to the point that he could not see past the errors and read the actual content of these messages. Even in the, uh, even in the social settings, Mark's might get up from the dinner table without a word of explanations to head outside and 
look at stars simply because he's not willing to serve for fools or small talks. After adding up this behavior, dozens of people expressed to me their confusion that Mark sits somewhere on this Austin spectrum and that he has trouble considering other people's emotion and caring about their well-being. There's a tendency, especially in Silicon Valley, to label people who are a little bit different or quackery as aesthetic uh, or affiliated uh, with the Asperger's syndrome. It's an uh, is it's armchair psychology uh, for conditions that can be inherently funky to diagnose or even codify to slap his this label on Mark's field slap or you from and too easy. Mark uh, acts differently with his closest friends and family than he does with employ even those who have worked alongside him for a long time. Among his inner circle, Mark's is warm, funny, and deeply emotional. Point to be noted, according to really, Elon is a kind of cheeky and funny. He's very lo loving, he's uh, devoted to his children, he's funny, really, really funny. He's quite a meritorial, he's genuinely the oddest person I have ever met. He has moments of self-awareness and lucidity, uh, lucidity uh, which for me, for me always brings me back around. He will say something cheeky or funny and again he have this dream. He's uh, smart in all sorts of areas, he's very well fit and has the incredible weight. He loves movie. He loves movies. He wants to see new Lego movie, and afterwards he he insisted on being referred as a lot businesses. He tries to come home only for family dinners with him with me and the kids, and maybe play some computer games with with boys. They they will tell us about their day, and we will put them to to bed. Then we will chat and watch something together and on the laptop like the Colbert report. Uh, on, on the weekends, we are traveling these the kinds we are sorry. On the weekends we are traveling. The kids are good travelers. They were Belgians of nannies before. There was even a nanny manager. Things are a bit more normal now. We try and do stores just as their family when we can. We have the kids our four days a week. I like to say that I'm a disciplinarian. I want them to have the sense of an ordinary life, but they live in a very odd life. They were just uh, on a trip with Justin Bieber. They go to the rocket factory and are like, oh no, not again. It's not cool if your dad does it. They are used to it. People don't realize that Elon has this incredible native. There are certain times when he's incapable of anything other than the pure joy. And then times pure anger. When he feels something, he feels it so completely purely. Nothing else can impose on it. There are some few people can do that. If he sees something funny, he will laugh so loudly. He won't realize that we are in the crowded rock thereafter, uh, when crowded theater, and that other people are there. He's like a child. It is quite amazing, he says, this random stuff like, I'm a complicated man with very simple but specific needs or no man. 
is uh, Numa is an island unless he's a large and brand. We make this list of things we want to do. His latest contributions were to walk on a beach or at sunset and whisper sweat of nothings in each horse car's ear and to take more horseback ride. He likes ride reading, playing video games and the and being with friends. Mark's behavior matches up more more much more closely with someone who is described by the neuropsychologists as profoundly gifted. There are people who in the childhood exhibit expressional intellectual that of my uh, and max out IQ test. It's not uncommon for these children to look out into the world and find flaws, glitches in the system. They con the contrast logical paths in their minds and fix them. For Marx, the call to ensure that mankind is a multiplanary species partly seems stems from a life richly influenced by the science fiction and technology equally, it's not normal imperative that dates back to his childhood. In some form, this has forever been this, this his mandate. Uh, each facet of Mark's life might be an attempt to suit a hype of existential depression that seems to glow at his every fiber. He seems man and self-limiting and in the pro and wants to fix the situations. People who suggest bad ideas, bad ideas during the meetings or, mis or make mistakes at work are getting in the way of all this and slowing mistakes at work are getting in the way of all this and slowing mistakes down. He does not dislike them as people. It's more that he feels pain but by their mistakes, which have caused consigned man to prevail that much longer. The perceived lack of emotions uh, is a symptom of the monk sometimes feelings like he is the only one who really grabs an urgency of his his missions. He's, uh, he's less sensitive and less tolerant uh, than other people because the stakes are so high. Employees need to help solve the problems to the absolute best of the ability or the need to get out of the way. Mons has been pretty upfront about these tendencies. He has explored people to understand uh, that he's not chasing momentary opportunities in the business world. He's trying to solve problems that have been consuming him for decades. During our Conversation marks went back to this very point over and over again, making sure to emphasize just how long Dick thought about electricity, cars, and space. The same patterns are visible to his actions as well. When Marx announced in 2014 that Tesla would open uh, source all of his patents, analysts tried to decide whether this was a public city stunt or if it had an ulterior motive or a catch. But the decision was a straightforward one for Marx. He wants people to make a buy electric cars. Man's futures, as he sees it, depends on this. If open sourcing Tesla's patents means other companies can build electric cars more easily than that, it's good for mankind and the idea should be free. The cynics will scoff at this, and under, understandably so. Marx, however, has been programmed to behave this way and tends to be sincere when explaining his thinking almost to a fault. Almost to a fault.
people who get closer to Elon Musk are the ones who learn to relate to his mode of thinking. They are the ones who can identify with his vision yet change, challenge him intellectually to compare it. When he asked me during one of our dinners if I thought he was insane, it was a test of shots. We had talked enough that he knew I was interested in which, in what he was doing. He had started to trust me and open up but wanted to make sure uh, one final time that I truly grasped the importance of his quest. Many of his closest friends have passed much greater and grander, more demanding test. Uh, they were invested in his companies, they really defended him against critics, they helped him keep the work rules the bay during 2018. Sorry, 2008. They helped him keep the rules at bay during 2008. They have been proven their loyalty and their commitment to this cause. People in the technology industry <clears throat> have attended to Lincoln, Mark's drive, and the scope of his ambitions to that of Bill Gates and Steve Jobs. Lord has that deep appreciation for technology, uh, the no holds varied attitude of a visionary, and the determination to go after long-term things uh, that they both had, said Edward Jung, a child prodigy who worked for Jobs and Gates and ended up as Microsoft chief software architect, and he has the con consumer. He has that consumer sensibility of Steve Jobs along with the ability to hire good people outside of his own comfort areas that more like the bill. That's more like the bill. You almost wish that Bill and Steve had genetically engineered love child. And who knows? Who knows? Maybe we, we should genotype alone to see if that's what happened. Steve Jerviston, the venture capitalist who has invested in SpaceX, Tesla, and the Solar City work for jobs, and knows Gates well, also described months as upgraded mix of two. Like jobs, Elon does not tolerate C or D players, said Jerviston. But I did say he's nicer than the jobs, a bit more refined than Bill Gates. But the more you know about Monks, the harder it becomes to place him along with his peers. Jobs in an ad CEO ran to large industry chain companies, Apple and Pfizer. But that's where the practical similarities between the two men and ants. Jobs dedicated to far more of his energy to Apple and Pfizer, unlike Monks, who has brought equal energy into the both companies while, saying, while saving whatever was left over the solar city. Jobs was also legendary for his attention to detail, though one, however, would suggest that this is a risk extended down as far as monks into the oil scene. So much of the company's day-to-day exploration, monks, uh, <coughs> monks <coughs> approach has its annotations. He's, he's less artful with marketing and media strategy. <coughs> Sorry. And uh, he's less artful with marketing and media strategy. Mux does not rehash his presentaneous presentations of Polish speeches. He wins not for the uh, most wins of most of the of most of the announcement from Tesla and SpaceX. He will also fire off some major bit of news on Friday afternoon when it's like it's when it's likely to get house as lost as reporters and 
at home for weekend simply because that's when he finished writing the press release or wanted to move on to something else. Jobs just by contrast treated every presentation and media moment as precious. <clears throat> Point to be noted here, Jurviston elaborated by saying, Elon Musk has the engineering powers of Gates, but he's more interpersonal. You have to be out there on the spectrum with Gates. Elon has more interpersonal charms. He's like jobs in the neither of the themselves foes. But with jobs, there was more of hero shit roller coaster where employees went from a fever to out of fever. I think Elon has accomplished more. Coming back once again, Mux simply does not have the luxury work that way. I don't have days to practice, he said. I've got to give impromptu talks and results may vary. As for whether Marx is leading the technology industry to new heights, heights like Gates and Jobs, the professional pundits remain mixed. One cam holds that Solar City, Tesla, and SpaceX offer little in the way of real hope for the industry that could use some blockbuster innovation for the other cam. Marx is a real deal, and the Brexit signing star of what they see as a coming revolution in technology. The economics telegram, Covey, who had on some measure of fame in recent years for his insistful writings about the state of technology industry and his ideas on where it may go, falls into this first camp. In the great stagnations, Covey dominate the lack of big technological advance and argued that the American economy has slowed and wages have been depressed as a result. In a figurative sense, that the American economy has enjoyed lots of low-hanging low fruit since at least the 7th century. Rather, it to be free lands, lots of immigrants labor of powerful new technologies, he wrote. Yet, during the last 40 years, the low-hanging fruit started disappearing, and we started pretending it was still there. Uh, we have failed to recognize that we are a technological plateau and the trees are more weird than we would like to think. That's it. That's it what has gone what is what has gone wrong. In this in his book next in his in, in his next book, Average is over, Calvin predicted an unromantic future in which a great divide had occurred between the heads and the head nodes. In Corbin's futures, huge gains in artificial intelligence will lead to the elimination of many of today's high employment lines of work. The people who thrive in this environment will be very bright and able to complement the machines and, and team effectively with them. As far for the unemployed masses, well, May of many of them will eventually find jobs going to work for the haves who employ teams, nannies, housekeepers, and grand and gardeners. If anything, monks is going doing 
might alter the course of mankind toward the rosy future. Calvin can't find it. Coming up with the true breakthrough ideas is much harder today than in the past, according to the Calvin, because we were already mined in the bulk of the, his big discoveries didn't learn in Virginia. Calvin described the moths not as genius inventor, but as an attention seeker and not uh, not a terribly good uh, one at that. I don't think a lot of people care about getting to Mars, he said. And it seems like very expensive ways to drive rather breakthroughs you might get from it. And then you hear about the happy loop. I don't think he, he has any intention of doing it. You have to wonder if it's not man just to to be public's publicity of for his companies. As for Tesla's it might work, but you are still just pushing the problems like somewhere else. You still have the generate you have to still generate power. It could be that he's challenging the conventions less than the public less than the people think. The these uh, sentiments are not far off those of the Valkov Smith, a professor Emirates at the University of Manitoba, uh, Bill Gates has held Smith as an important writer of his tomes on energy, environment, and manufacturing. One of Smith's latest work in the Made in USA, an exploration of American fast manufacturing glories, and his subsequent dismal loss of industry. Anyone who thinks the United States is making natural clever shift away from manufacturing and toward the higher Paying information, worker jobs will want to read this book and have a gander at the long-term consequences of the change. As Smith presents number numerous examples of the ways in which a manufacturing industry generates major innovation and creates masses of a massive ecosystem of jobs, technical technical smarts around them. For example, when some 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 three decades ago the United States stopped making the virtually all commodity consumers, electronic device and displays. It also lost its capacity to develop the mass produce advanced flat screens and batteries. Two classes of products that are coincidental for the portable computers and cell phones and whose large scales imports keep adding to the US trade deficit. Smile wrote a bit later in the book, Smile emphasizes that the aerospace industry in particular has a huge volume to US and United States economy and one of its major exporters maintaining the sector's competitiveness, but must be a key component of efforts to boost US exports and the exports will have to be a large part of the sector's sales because the world's largest aerospace market of the next two decades will be Asia, above all in China and India. An American aircraft aero, aero engine makers should benefit from these expansions. Smile is consumed by the United States' winning ability to compete with China and yet does not perceive most of these companies as any sort of counter to, to this life. As among other things, a historian of technical advance says, I simply must see Tesla as nothing but an utterly derivative overhyped toy for Saul's smile world to me. The last thing a country with 50 million people on food stamps and $85 billion to deeper into that every month needs is anything to do with the space, especially space with more joy rides for the super rich. And the loop proposal was nothing but an bam.
bozling people who do not know uh, anything about the kindergarten physics with a very old long published life garden uh, experiment in kinetics. There are many in inven inventive American bird in, the, in, line, in that lineup, most will be trailing far behind. The, comment, the comments were blunt and surprising given some of the things Mill they celebrated his recent book. He spent a good deal of our time showing the positive impact that Henry Ford's vertical integrations had on advancing the car industry and American economy. He also wrote at length about the rights of, uh, of man, mechatronics machines, a machine that relay on lots of electronic software. By 2010, the electronic controls over our typical sedan required more lines of software code than the instruction needed. To operate the latest Boeing jetliner, Smith Road, American manufacturing has turned modern cars into remarkable mechanical uh, mechatronic machines. The first decades of the 21st century also brought innovations, ranging from the development of new materials, carbon or composites, in aviation non-structures to wireless electronics. There is a tendency among the critics of dismiss marks uh, as a fabulous dreamer that since teams the first and foremost form of uh, misunderstanding of what Marx is actually doing. People like Smith seems to catch an article of television shows that hits on Marx's quest to get to the Marx and immediately clump up him with the space tourism crowd. Marx, though, hardly ever talks about tourism and has since they want built up a SpaceX to compete at the industrial end of the uh, space businesses. It's it smiles, thinks Boeing selling planes is crucial to the American economy, that he should be an enthusiast about what SpaceX has managed to accomplish in what commercial launch market. SpaceX builds its product in the United States and has made dramatic advance in aerospace technology and has made uh, similar advance in materials and manufacturing techniques, it will not take much argue that SpaceX is Americans' only hope of com competing against China. In the next couple of decades, as for mechatronics machines, SpaceX and, uh, and Tesla have set the example of fusing together electronic software and metal that their rivals are now struggling to match. And all of Musk's companies, including SolarCity, have made dramatic use of vertical integration and turned in the house control of components into the real advantage. To take sense of how powerful Musk's work may end up being for the American economy, have to think about the dominant mechatronic machine of the past several years. The smartphones, pre-iPhone, in the United States was a laggard. Like in the telecommunication industry, all of the exciting cell phones and mobile services were in Europe and Asia, while American consumers uh, bumbled along with the dated equipment. Uh, when the iPhone arrived in 2007, it changed everything. Apple device mimicked many of the functions of the computer and then added new abilities with its apps, sensors, and locations. Awareness as Google charged to market with its Android software and lead its handsets and the United States suddenly emerged as a driving force in the mobile industries. 
So smartphone smartphones were revolutionary uh, because of the ways they allowed hardware, software, and service to work in unison. This was a mix that furthered the skills of Silicon Valley. The rise of smartphone led to massive industrial booming, which Apple became the much um, became the most valuable company in the country. The billions of clever devices were spread all, all over the world. The Tony Federal, the former of Apple, is really credited with bringing the iPod and iPhones to market, has characterized the smartphone as a representative type of super cycle in which hardware and software has reached a particular point of maturity. Electronics are now good and cheap, while software soft, well, is more reliable to sophisticated. Their interplay is now resulting in science fiction worthy ideas we were promised long ago, becoming a reality. Google has itself driving cars and has required has acquired dozens of robotics companies as it looks to merge code and machine. Fellows company Nest has an intelligent uh, most sets and smoke alarms. The General Electric has jet engines packed full of sensors thought proactively report possible anomalies into its human machines and a host of startups have, have begun infusing medical devices with the powerful power softwares to help people monitor and analyze their bodies and diagnose more conditions. Danish satellites are being put into the orbit 20 at a time uh, instead of being given a fixed task for their entire lifetimes. Like their predecessors, they are being reprogrammed on the fly for a wide variety of businesses and scientific tasks, zero area a startup of Mountain View has a couple of former SpaceX staffers on, on a hand of, and it's working on working on a security few types of transport, of flying cars at last, perhaps. For Fedden, Mark's work sits at the highest end of the trend. He could have just made an electric car, Fedden said, but he did things like use motors and to accurate the door handles. He's bringing the consumer electronics and the software together, and the other cars companies are trying to figure out the way to get there. Whether it's Tesla or SpaceX talking and heard cables running them inside the rocket ship, they are talking about it, combining the old world science of manufacturing with low cost consumers' great technology. You put these things together and they morph into something we have never seen before. All of a sudden, there is a wholesale change. He said, it's, it's the step function. To, this, to, the extent, to the extent Silicon Valley has searched for an inheritor to the Steve Jobs roles as the dominant guiding force of the technology industry, Marx has emerged as the most likely candidate. He, he is certainly an it guy of the moment. Startup founders, proven executives, and legends hold him up as the person they are also most admired. The more mainstream Tesla has can become, the more Monk's reputation will rise. A lot of uh, hot uh, selling model as clear uh, certify Monk's as that we are being able to rethink an industry, a rate consumers, and executive uh, from, from there. It's more of fanciful ideas starts to seem invariably. Elon is one of the few people that I feel is more accomplished than I am. And 
Grange Venter, the man who decoded the human genome and went to create synthetic life form. At some point, he hopes to work with Mux on a, uh, on a type of DNA printer that could be sent to Mux. It will, it will, in theory, allow humans to create medicines, food, and help microbes for early settlers of the planet. I think biological talent potations is what is going to truly enable the colonization space. He said, Elon, and I have been talking about how this might play out. One of Mark's most adherent admirers is also one of his best friends. Larry Page, the founder of CEO on Google Page, has a little on Mark's house surf, surfing schedule. He is a kind of homeless, which I think is sort of funny. Page say. He, he will email and say, I don't know where to stay tonight. I can come over. Can I come over? I have not given him a key or anything yet. Google has invested more than about any other technological company in the most sort of moonshot projects, self-driving cars, robots, and even a cash prize to get the machine out the moon, moon cheaply. The company, however, operates under the set of the constraints and expectations that come with employing tens of thousands of people and being analyzed consistently by investors. It's with this in the mind that the page sometimes feels a bit envious of Marx, who has managed to make radical ideas and basis of his company. If you think about Silicon Valley or corporate leaders in general, they are not as really lacking in money, they say. If you have all this money, which presumably we are, you are going to give away and could not even spend it all if you wanted to buy. Why there are why there are there are why you devoting your time to the company that's not really doing anything good. That's why I find it long to be an inspiring example, he said. Well, what should I really do in this world? Solve cards, global warming and make humans in the multiplanetary? I mean, those are pretty compelling goals. And now he has businesses to do that. This becomes a competitive advantage for him too. Why would you want to work for a defense contractor when you can work for a guy who wants to go to Mars and is going to move heaven and earth to make happen? You can frame a problem in the way that's really good for the businesses. And at a point, a quotation from Page and he made the rounds saying that he wanted to leave all his all of his money to Mark. Page felt he was misquoted but stood by sentiment. I'm not leaving my money to him at the moment, Page said. But Elon makes a pretty compelling case for having a multi-planetary society just because you know Otherwise, you, you, might, you might all die, which means like it will be sad for all sorts of different reasons. I think it's a very doable project and it's a relatively modest resources that we needed to set up permanent human settlement on Mars. 
I was just trying to make the point that that's a really powerful idea. Hey guys, thank you for being with me at Critic Thinking. This is the end of episode 11, part 2, and see you in part 3, episode 11, the, the unidentified theory of Elon Musk. Thank you guys for being with me. Thank you so much.